this week, we may need to make some choices to benefit our mental well-being, and those choices may include letting go of some of those projects. Welcome to Tarot Reflections, your tarot polls for self-reflection and introspection. I'm your host, Megan Tabokors. Are you ready to look into the mirror that reflects back your mental and emotional state? Then get comfortable, take a deep breath, and let's get reflecting. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Tarot Reflections. How are we all feeling these days? Personally, things have been improving for me, for my mental health, and for my day-to-day life. I'm still working through the feelings of grief and loss that come at the end of any significant relationship, but I'm so relieved to be in a healthier, more stable place lately. It's taken a lot of work and effort to process the heartbreak and transition the end of my relationship brought. It's something I'm still working through and will continue to work through for a while. And when I say work, I mean work. Everyone always says you need to give it time when it comes to heartbreak and loss but it can be easy to spend that time burritoed in bed, crying your eyes out for days on end. Well, that's what I've wanted to do for most of the past two weeks. I knew it wasn't really going to help me let go and process the feelings that were, at times, overwhelming. I knew I needed to use the time to nurture my soul. I needed to mindfully take actions that filled me with self-love and compassion. As my counselor told me, I need to choose me. I need to choose Megan. But doing that, thinking of rituals, practices, and activities that would amplify my sense of self-love felt daunting while I was still feeling nothing but pain. It took so much energy just to decide on what action to take that I'd have to wait and recharge before actually doing the action. So today, I want to share some of the self-love rituals I've used over the past two weeks to get through this heartbreak. For those who might be struggling with their own feelings of unworthiness and struggling to feel that self-love, these are practices you can use and make your own. I hope that by saving you time and energy in the brainstorming of activities, I can help you heal and find strength faster. First off, I did take part in many traditional post-breakup activities. Ice cream has been eaten, I have danced in my underwear, I've dived into work as a distraction, I've gone out with my girlfriends, but those more well-known self-care practices aren't what I want to talk about today. I also think it's important to share that I have also returned to counseling post-breakup. I'm being extra mindful of taking my antidepressant medication and taking it at the same time every day to ensure my brain chemicals stay as balanced as possible, and I'm leaning heavily on my support system for love and guidance. But these mental health practices aren't what I want to talk about today either. Instead, I want to share three spiritual activities I've practiced in order to care for my heart, help me heal, and nurture my self-love. After all, I read tarot cards for mental health. Of course, I've got some woo-woo post-breakup practices I used. It took me four days after the breakup before I felt any sense of happiness or pleasure again. And that feeling of joy came to me because of my first spiritual practice of self-love I did. My simmer pot. I love a good simmer pot for many reasons. It fills your home with an amazing smell. You can repurpose the ingredients afterwards for potpourri or add it to your compost. It's something that's kind to the environment while engaging your senses. For those who don't know what a simmer pot is, you can think of it like a more natural way of diffusing essential oils into your home. It's a combination of ingredients put into a pot of water and set to boil. 
Once you reach the boiling point, you turn down the heat and let that water simmer without running out. The water fills with the scents of your ingredients and the steam from the simmer allows that scent to fill your home. In a more magical sense, the ingredients you choose for your simmer pot can all bring different meaning and intention to what you fill your home with. From a scientific perspective, certain scents cause certain triggers in our brain that can affect our mood and presence. For example, pretty much all citrus fragrances are believed to improve the mood, boost alertness, and alleviate anxiety and stress. Selecting specific ingredients with your desire in mind can allow you to help shift your energy in times of pain. Of course, specific herbs, spices, fruits, and flowers all have different magical meanings and associations behind them. For my self-love and healing simmer pot, I selected ingredients that would help me feel happiness again while filling my home with comfort, warmth, and love. You can find a link to a blog post with my specific self-love and healing simmer pot recipe in this episode's show notes. The second spiritual activity I practiced is even more woo-woo than the first. Last weekend was a new moon. In spiritual beliefs, such as astrology and in the tarot, the moon represents parts of our inner selves, and the new moon represents new beginnings. It's a fresh phase in the lunar cycle and a fresh phase for your life. It was perfect timing for me. As I was starting to feel ready to accept the reality of the breakup, it meant I was ready to start a new phase in my life. As such, I was feeling pulled to use this time in my life and the lunar cycle, so I made some new moon water. Moon water is water that has been energetically charged under the light of the moon. You can give your moon water different intentions through the phase you charge it under or by including crystals within the water to amplify certain intentions. After leaving it under the moon overnight, you can then use moon water for several purposes, from your beauty routines to your garden. My new moon water was simple. I created a batch with smoky quartz crystal in order to flush out negativity, despair, depression, and fear while keeping me grounded and calm. I also created a bigger batch with rose quartz to enhance my love for myself, heal emotional wounds, and invite in compassion and care. My personal favorite use of moon water is to drink it, and I've had a sip of the rose quartz water every morning for the past week, but I've also included it in my simmer pots and in my third spiritual ritual of self-love, which is less woo-woo than the first two. On the night of the new moon, I made myself a self-love bath. I mixed in Epsom salts for cleansing and protection, rose oil for healing and love, and rose petals to relax and soothe. They also made the bath super pretty. For both my simmer pot and my bath, I actually bought an individual rose from a local florist and plucked the petals myself. Doing so while in the bath was actually quite meditative and helped me calm my mind and ground myself in the bath. I also soaked in the bath with pieces of rose quartz in a line down my body. Honestly, I've been gripping onto rose quartz for three weeks now. But my friends, the real magic behind all of these practices and the most important part of allowing them to work is the intention I put behind them. I was thoughtful in my actions and choices. I appreciated the gifts the universe was giving me to complete these rituals, and I was mindful as I completed each practice. I took my time with them, appreciated the beauty in them, and considered the reasoning behind them. While there is certainly magic in these rituals, that magic was coming from me, not the ingredients or the practice. Now for this week's reading. The message the universe brings us for the week ahead comes from the Six of Pentacles. How can you give back this week? The Six of Pentacles is a sign that a sense of security is about to come into our lives. With that security, it's important to reflect how you may pass it forward. Never forget, the act of giving is also an opportunity to receive as well. Reflect on what value you gain in giving. And our mental health message for the week is brought to us by 
five of wands. Are we maybe feeling scattered and pulled in many different directions? Are we struggling to dedicate adequate time to all of our projects? This week, we may need to make some choices to benefit our mental well-being, and those choices may include letting go of some of those projects. Take this week to figure out what direction you want to go for your life and follow it. That's everything for this week, friends. I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Until then, you can find me at Megan Mentally on Instagram or at Tarot Reflections Pod on TikTok. You can also check out MeganMentally.com for more content on mental health, my journey with mental illness, and other random stuff I decide to share with the internet. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to additional resources and info. Talk next week, friends.